0: This is the story of The Empire Strikes Back. You can read along with me in your book. You will know it is time to turn the page when you hear R2-D2 beep like this. Let's begin now. And here we go.
1: Oh man, we are
2: tonight's entertainment
0: I told you already, I'm gonna kill you Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow That's not how the force works Very small man can cast a very large shadow This does put a smile on my face once more the sith will rule the galaxy impressive most impressive
3: you are on the sith list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 151 of The Sith List. I'm your host, Rod Dolichai, and my co-pilots for this evening's journey. Under the stars, the young, the restless, the very nicely coiffed Carlos Buarguello. The man who looks like he's antsy to get this podcast going. Mr. Lesses,
4: antsy to get this podcast going, Gonzalez, The man we call? El
3: hombre. The man who just scored a sick ass old school Millennium Falcon for a great price. The one that I tried to get and you're a Comic Con and then I was just seconds too late.
1: Mr. Eric is. Loving this dope Millennium Falcon, Strathers.
3: Oh, you lucky son of a bitch. How you doing, yeah. buddy? Tell us about this amazing piece of toyage that you got
1: well i've told the story many a time where my personal rosebud my falcon that my dad like modified for me on christmas day when i was a kid and (laughs) hold on for a second boo is laughing his ass off but you said rosebud hell of a reference that is a great reference
5: my god that that is is that is fucking Perfect. Mine was
1: the Voltron, Did, and you got yes, me closer to a boot with yes, the Lego Voltron. Yeah, but, okay. exactly. That's okay. perfect. But uh, yeah, man. So anyhow, my sister sends me a link that there's one for sale in the town we grew up in. And I'm like, oh, God, is it going to be the one? Like I was cold sweat. I looked. It was not. It was actually in better shape than the one I had. But long story short, my sister went and picked it up from me. And it's funny because she said that chick was crazy. She said she's called me a handful of times trying to sell other crap to me. It's like, look, no. My brother wanted this. I got it. We're oh, done. no. Hey, we're done. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, awesome. My sister, man. I I told this story on The Motivators a couple weeks ago about how I branded my sister with the nickname Orphan and all these things. But <laughs> we we really get along pretty well now, man. She got this thing, cleaned it all up, ordered a sticker kit for it, replaced all the stickers on it, and uh, yeah, it it looks good. It's just missing a couple of tiny things, but it is neat looking. The radar dish, the satellite—is it pre pre Lando or post Lando? <laughs> <laughs> R- right now, it is uh, post Lando. I guess you'd say it's, of course, actually the hardware for it's there. It just needs the dish. And the hardware is awesome, man, because it like ratchets. I remember it like clicks, right, yeah. kind of. Yeah, so the dish lifts up into the, the yeah, top of the thing. That's but, yeah, right. I, I just got to get a dish. And one of the uh, landing ramp legs. That
3: is The one that I was going to get for 150 bucks. that thing was not in good shape. And I was like, all right, I'll just work on it. I'll like, get the parts here and there. But uh, I was just like 10 minutes too late. And we went back to the guy. Yeah. Mike Pappas. I remember Mike Pappas is like, I'll get that thing down to 80 bucks for you. $20. $20. $20. I'll get it down to $20. And then, yeah, we went there and the guy's like, dude, I just sold it. I'm sorry. I was like, oh, but it's okay. I'll find it. The Holy Grail will be found one day when I go to Eric's house to steal it.
1: Yeah, really? (laughs) How could you, man? After everything we've been through, how could you? I could. I could. (laughs) I definitely could.
3: It's just sitting right there. <laughs> yeah. How could I not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. How you doing, boo? I'm good.
5: Everything good. good? Yeah. Everything's good. You didn't get any cool toys? No.
3: No, not really. Sadly, <laughs> Me no. Me either. But uh, we did spruce up the Sith Lair. Yes. Yes. There some are. cool new Star Wars stuff. There's a massive Millennium Falcon here, but it's a floatable pool device, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's five feet wide and five feet tall. I think it's pretty crazy. So Probably won't hold too many people up in the water, though.
5: No, just one. When when the great floods come, I'll be writing that. This. Yeah, right. We, <laughs> we gotta we'll be d- hanging on to that. Yeah, thing. You'll, you'll see me <laughs> on CNN. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This man is saved by a Millennium Falcon <laughs> so floatable. That would be, That'd be really
3: cool. <laughs> we got a Death Star floating now. Yep. How you doing, Les? Doing great. Everything good? Oh yeah. Les, what was your Holy
4: Grail of a toy? It was Castle Grayskull. Oh, oh that's cool, Castle Grayskull. And I I had it when I was five and didn't realize that. Yeah, what as it was. Five year old. I was just gonna ruin it. I had it too. And that's exactly what I did. I gave, I Ruined think my dad sold it,
3: it in a garage sale, man. Yeah, it ended up just going.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I'm bummed down about that.
3: But you've said that you had a couple like big Lego stuff, right?
5: Yeah, like uh well, I still have them. They're just on my mom's. Uh like I have a uh a pretty big ass TIE fighter. Ugh. Uh That'll uh look really cool yeah. in the Sith layer, buddy. Yeah, I should, I should take it out of the box that it's in, yeah. Um a couple other things like that. Just you know, just awesome Lego things.
0: All right.
3: Yeah. Are you guys ready to get into this? Let's do it. Crazy week. Absolutely. Actually, I don't know if it was a crazy week, but we have some stuff to talk about. Bananas. We, first of all, we are proud members of the Mickey Star Wars Podcast Network. Tune into podcasts like now. This is podcasting Blue Harvest, Steel Wars, Rogue One, Podcast 2187, First Order Transmissions, The Cargo Hold, Kessel Run Radio, Fingered by Randy and Jason, Tatooine Sons, and Around the Galaxy, a Star Wars fan podcast. So, check those great podcasts out and check us out on social media. You can email us at thesithlist at gmail.com. You can go to thesithlist.net to check out photos and merch and all that great stuff. Everything that encompasses the Sith List is there. And you can also check us out on Twitter. We'll give all that stuff out at the end, but we do have a Facebook. We do have an Instagram. Just look up the Sith List. We're all over it. And that's uh, the shenanigans. But I do want to talk about a, a little thing that Boo and I did on separate days. But my father in law and Boo's father, Carlos Arguello Sr. is a huge fan of like ancient aliens and alien theorists and extraterrestrial stuff. I'm like, he is diehard. UFOlogy. Yeah. Hardcore. And and about like six months ago, he said, hey, I really would like to go to this alien con in Los Angeles. They do it every year. And I was like, okay. And he was going to purchase tickets. And I was like, well, don't purchase tickets let me see if I can get press passes for us. And after like two months of going back and forth with these guys, it was actually pretty hard, Eric, to get press passes, this thing, because they, they, well, they wanted to vet us to make sure we weren't going over there just to make fun of them, you know? So they're like, well, are you going <laughs> to, I'm serious. They're like, are you going to be talking about, like, what are you, what you going to be covering? And I was like, well, we're really thinking about, you know, expanding our, uh, our uh, content. Our and, reach into the our galaxy. Our reach into the galaxy. Yeah, we already do sci-fi with movies. We want to, you know, delve into the real stuff. So they gave us press passes. They gave Boo, um, your dad, and I press passes, and we got to go on separate days. Your dad went all both days. Both days with Saturday and Sunday, yeah. And I want to get your reaction to what you thought how it was, and then I'll tell you how I thought it was. So it was a lot more a lot more chill than I thought it would
5: be. I yeah. thought it would be you know you think of a con you know you see all these cons you know you know Comic Con and Star Wars Celebration and all this shit and you know Wizard Con and all that. It's actually much more calm than that, you know. There's, you know, there's hubbub, but there's not fucking nuts. And what it is is that it's just a boatload of panels, with yeah. just you know experts in their field, whichever, whatever it is, all centering around you know aliens, of course. But just a boatload of panels, and not as much of a con as you would think. So, so I, I found that really interesting. You know, we, we walked the. Show floor, I guess you would call it, and it's tiny, really yeah. short, really yeah, sp- really re- small. Maybe, maybe fifty vendors. Yeah, maybe in, in most. The five hundred first was there though. Yes, yes, yeah. yes,
3: yes. I, I took a five hundred first was there. They were yeah, cool. That's right. Uh, a lot of Star Wars shit though being sold. Yeah, you yeah, that?
5: yeah, yeah. So overall, is very cool. Uh very interesting. It, it's nice to, you know, be, although I do believe in aliens, not to the full extent that my dad does. It's. Nice to see differing opinions. And most of these panels, they are having a very, uh, what is it, cordial debate. Oh, and yeah. It's, and it's fun to see, and it's fun to see people who are excited and engaged. And, of course, it's nice to see my dad just enthralled in everything that's going on. And yeah, I suppose you questions to the no, panel. Oh, man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was fantastic. Yes, my dad had a fantastic time on Saturday. So, how was he on Sunday? Yeah, he was just—he was
3: really excited to go back. I thought he was going to tire out on Saturday, and he's like, he's going to call me and say we don't we don't need to go. But he called me. He's like, let's do this. It's going to be great. So I went on Sunday, and just like you, there were a couple of cosplayers here and there. Oh yeah, uh, mm-hmm. but it wasn't to the extent of any other con. People were wearing tin foil hats. Yes, yes uh, light was, up hats. Yeah, stuff, which is yeah. funny. But I what I did notice is more like a lecture hall. Yeah. It was oh, like a yeah. lecture hall and it was like five hours of different panelists and they were like very educated people. Yeah. They're not, it's not fucking a serious around. business. It's a yeah. serious, serious business. 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 And the yeah. highlight though for me was Shatner. William Shatner was there and he was there for a good two hours. That's and, cool. And he was hilarious, dude. Like I can't believe how funny and how witty and how and how like educated he is about everything. I loved him. He he was the highlight of my night. The whole day. It was a great experience. Uh, I'm sure your dad's going to want to go back next year. He was talking about going to Dallas in October because that's where they have the the next one. I was like, are you yeah, serious?
5: sure. I was yeah. like, sure. Whatever you say, Pops. And yeah. it, was,
3: it was interesting as we go to these San Diego Comic Cons and we go to these other cons and we're so passionate about it. And it was really interesting to seeing other people so passionate mm-hmm. about something else. Mm-hmm. It was cool. It was a cool experience. Yeah. It was cool. But this con stuff uh, actually brings up an email that I want to get into during our Star Wars talk because we got an email and I want to prep it up a little bit about whether to go to San Diego Comic-Con for the first time or to go to Star Wars Celebration. So have that in your heads. We'll come back to it. All right. So, yeah, that was a little adventure at Comic-Con. And I know you had an adventure at Galaxy's Edge. We'll get into that. Alien Um, Con. No Galaxy's Edge. What did I say? Comic-Con. Oh, yeah. I said Comic-Con in my head. (laughs) The aliens are already in my head. The
5: aliens are already there. Get the hats out. (laughs)
3: Yeah, right. Box office. Disney's Pixar's Toy Story 4 killed it. Right. Number one with $118 million, but still didn't reach the expectations that the studio was giving it, even though it was the largest in this franchise, box office opening weekend. So I don't know why these expectations are being so high for for these films.
5: Well, the fact that when did the Toy Story three come out? Close to a decade ago, right? I don't. I never seen Toy Story, Toy Story three. Yeah, when did? Well, it's it's, it's been decade a decade ago.
4: Ten close, years?
5: close. I said close, not not a whole day. I'm not sure, but I know everybody cried at the uh, end of Toy Story. Yeah, 3. yeah. Uh, the fact that they started or they came out with a movie that nobody expected slash wanted. And then it still made
3: 118 million opening weekend. I think that's a hell of a fucking score. <laughs> and it's been getting great reviews. Yeah. And people are saying they're they bald at the end of this one. So I haven't seen three Eric, have you seen
1: Toy Story Three with your kids? Um is three the one where Andy's heading off to college? The I don't know. Yes. I haven't seen it.
5: Three
4: is the one with the purple bear. Yeah. He's heading off to college then. Yeah. Is it a
1: good one? Hey there, toys. I'm here to help you out. Turns out I'm a rat bastard. Yeah. Shame. <laughs> Lotso. <laughs> Lotso.
4: Lotso the bear.
1: Yeah. Was it really good? I it heard is. the it is, yeah?
3: Yeah, it was pretty solid. Yeah. I heard this one's just as good as three. So whatever that means, I haven't seen that. But $118 million. Child's Play made $14 million. Yikes. So Child's Play, 14 million. Aladdin, $12 million for the third time. Aladdin just took third place again on the domestic box office chart, picking up 12.2 it also picked up another thirty-three million on the foreign markets. That puts it w- over eight hundred million dollars. Wow, eight hundred ten million right now. So it's doing really well. It's been third place three straight weeks, which is nuts. That's steady. Yeah, it's doing well. So there is your box office report. Thank you, boxofficemojo.com. dot com. Mm-hmm. And uh, Toy Story Four, people, go check it out, especially if you have kids. I heard it's great. I am going to watch <laughs> it this weekend. Your dad said he bald at the end of it. No, my dad is bald. He is, but he bald, <laughs> but he bald. Yes, both.
5: He does it. He never cries. Yeah,
3: that's what he said. And he said, he Bullshit. Just, yeah, he said he bald. What? He said he was just like really crying. Maybe he was thinking about Alien Constantine. Yeah, exactly. I, I got to talk to him about that. I've seen him cry like twice. Yeah. If that. All right. I think it's time for a little Star Wars
1: news. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. All right. All right. So, uh,. Well, first of all, boo, you yes. went to Galaxy's oh, Edge, yeah, oh, and <laughs> oh, maybe, dude. I mean, that's that's a big deal. So, how? Just before we like go crazy into it, we can loop back to it. But I just mm-hmm. got to know your thoughts. Yeah. No, no. Oh, oh, did you yeah. love it? Oh, I absolutely
5: loved it. Absolutely, one hundred percent loved it. Geeked out. Yeah, great. Yeah, we'll we'll dive into it more in a second. But yeah, but it, overall, one hundred percent loved it. It was fantastic.
3: Yeah, our one of our listeners og rob he's there right now and he sent me a picture of he found r2 tracks which i never even saw on the ground there's like hidden little r2 tracks you know because they have hidden mickey ears everywhere in disneyland they have r2 tracks that are like around the ground on different places that's awesome which is rad yeah and he said because the reservations are done yeah he said the single rider line was only 10 minutes and the the line to go on with other people, it was about an hour, which is not too crazy. They're no, doing that,
5: like this virtual queue now. I'm, that's that's going to be one of my recommendations is single rider all day. Mm-hmm. All day. Went on the ride five times because of single rider. Yeah. And it's and it's such a fun ride and you're so engaged in what you're doing. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Because you're not next to anybody. No, you, you don't need a group and you're just focusing on what you're doing. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get into it. But yes, yeah, absolutely loved it highly it. even my mom wants to go that blew my mind she's like i saw it on TV. yeah she's i know like, it's pretty it looks amazing I'm Like you have no and idea. she
1: hates disneyland dude. yeah she does not want no. to go no. to i know yeah.
5: this
1: this this has to be a roller coaster for you man your mom wants to go to galaxy's edge your dad's crying over toy Story. i know like i'm the like, the like what the world's fuck is upside going down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what
5: has retirement done to them yeah
1: you really did go to a galaxy far far away <laughs> <Right>. that's funny <laughs> so okay so, let's talk about Episode 9, right? Uh, probably everybody saw this, but Mark Hamill, he confirmed that he is a force ghost mm-hmm. in Episode 9. What? Yeah, he sure did. So, which, he's not being resurrected. Yeah, which, I mean, th- I think that's what everybody is. Everybody, yeah, everybody thought that.
3: But there goes, but, a, rise. There goes a rise theory that I had. <laughs> Shit. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, it, it now admittedly, uh, Mark Hamill is... <laughs> He likes to be a troll, Yeah, mm-hmm. he, but I do think I really saw this as probably the only way they would do it, so good call there. Uh, oh, and speaking of this, man, I hadn't caught wind of this, Saraj, so I'm glad you included this. The Rise of Skywalker is called the Dawn of Skywalker Yeah, in Japan. Yeah, the Dawn of Skywalker. That kind of changes things a little bit, doesn't it? well it does because the rise and it, the dawn signifies the beginning of something mm-hmm. the the rise you you think of as the return from you know what i mean right. or, or but the so so yeah, what I wonder what that's about? Is it just uh, like a, a translation sort of thing? Or that's is what it? I was wondering. What's what's the purpose for yeah,
3: the that, word change? It's just very peculiar. But but there have been rumors that no, nothing clarified, nothing like crazy concrete or anything that that maybe Ray is teaching this new Jedi young academy by the end of this thing, and they're going to be called Skywalkers. Like, that's what the force and that side of Yeah, going to be it called. almost, it almost, so makes I wonder sense, if that yeah. has any
4: kind of, you know, meaning to that part of it.
1: So, I'm a Jedi, but I'm of the Skywalker Order or something like that. Something like that. Like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, speaking of Daisy Ridley, uh, she was on Good Morning America. And this is coming from our buddy Ben Hart over at the Star Wars Underworld. And uh, she talked about the rise of Skywalker and. Let's see. I won't go... I won't read each one of these these quotes, but she talked about that it was pretty emotional because there's a lot of crew there who had been on all three films mm-hmm. of the sequel trilogy, and so people are really, really wrapped up in it, and she was very emotional about it, which... It's cool to know, and I mean, not just because I love Star Wars, but just that these people are working on things that m- mean something to them, whether it's Star Wars or not. Because mm-hmm. that usually, yeah. that's w- that's how you get a good a good performance is when there's emotion involved into it. And they asked her about the set photo where Daisy and John and uh, Oscar are all hugging. I know them all by by first name, so yeah, that's no, what that's course. it's yeah. That's why you're on this podcast. But, right? And her quote was, Well, John rapped, so I was already hysterically crying. And then I rapped, and I did a speech, and I cannot remember what I said. I kept going, I'm really sorry, I'm really sorry. The whole crew was there. It was embarrassing. And obviously, people recorded it, but I still can't remember what I said. Oh, that's that's really sweet. Yeah,
3: and she's been doing a lot of press lately. I'd seen her on magazine shoots, and she's looking fantastic.
1: Yeah, she's got her her hair shorter, and uh, yeah, it's pretty cool, man. Um our buddy Johnny posted a picture today that his cousin got to meet her.
3: Oh, is that she's right? I didn't see new. that.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. So she goes on to say she hasn't seen a cut of the film yet, but she's seen some bits of it. She said it's the most excited that she's felt about seeing parts of the movie because she doesn't like seeing herself a film. That's interesting. So, yeah. and And then of course you get the they asked her if there was the possibility of ray returning after episode nine which she responded who can tell and uh yeah but you know that could mean anything (laughs) (laughs) but um so she says what i would say is that it's a brilliant end to the story and like jj and chris Uh, Terio is who she's referring to Mm -hmm. there have done an incredible job wrapping it up because there are so many references obviously to the nine films but it also exists in its own thing so i think people are going to feel very satisfied oh that's awesome yeah so that's exciting news man i i mean anything about star wars is cool but just to you know, hear it from her that there's references to all nine films, which I think that's great. That's what I want to see. Oh in God.
3: That. I know. I, I can't wait for that. And did you see what Carrie Russell also said? And we don't get, we haven't heard a lot from Carrie Russell. No, We've, no. She spoke to the associated press and. Oh she,
1: wait. Yes, I did see this, but you,
3: you saw that? Yeah. She put, yeah. When I read the script that he wrote, speaking of JJ and Chris Terrio, I cried. I mean, who knows what it will turn out to be. And I hope it remains true to what they originally wanted. He's not trying to change it to be something else. He really respects what it is. So Carrie Russell initially read the script and cried. So that's very, very interesting too. And we haven't really heard from Carrie Russell much at all about, about episode nine. So this was kind of cool. And this came uh, when she was speaking to the Associated Press.
1: That is cool, man. That's really cool. I, I wonder if she cried because she's like, I'm going to be in this or, if, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's just so moving. What are you going to do? <laughs> Yeah, I know exactly. So okay, and now, mind you, I'm getting this news straight from Arash. So the rumors about the Kenobi series bouncing yeah, he, back like a boomerang, man. He's uh, he's uh, prefacing that just because this rumors yeah. probably bullshit. No, no, I'm just saying, I, I hadn't. I didn't realize that they were that they were making the rounds again, but so is there anything new inside these rumors?
3: Yeah, well, here's the deal. I don't know if there's anything new, and as we got this covered, is what, what the publication that is putting this out, and they were the first ones, allegedly, to put out that they're doing a Obi-Wan Kenobi film for Disney+, Plus. but I haven't really heard that from anywhere else, so just take that with a grain of salt. But the rumor is that not only are they going to be doing this Ewan McGregor Obi-Wan series, but... We're going to see Kira and Darth Maul in this as well. So the only reason I'm bringing this up is because I wanted to get your guys' take. I'll go with you, Eric, first. is If we're not going to get a solo sequel anytime soon, and we're not going to get a solo series anytime soon, would you want to see
1: these characters in an Obi-Wan series? I would say seeing them in any venue is better than seeing them in no venue. I I mean, obviously I would like for the story to exactly follow what we saw in Solo. Because well, what are these people up to? Where are they, they head next? Because, um, I mean, for crying out loud, you've got Maul and you've got, he's running this crime syndicate and there's Kira and she just killed this person that was one step away from, from Darth Maul. And I want to see where that goes. But if we're not going to get that seeing even a glimpse of them doing what they do would be would be neat to have and then emily clark would have to age a pretty decent amount right i mean not fully age crazy but so okay according to what i'm reading here uh, this is from if you look at the delray books they always have a timeline Mm -hmm. of where the stuff falls in with the novels the canon novels and the movies and this puts it between uh, Tarkin, which if you haven't read that, it's pretty good. And A New Dawn, also if you haven't read that, it's pretty good. That's the story of, of when uh, Kanan first meets Hera. One of my favorite books. It, yeah, it's really, really cool. Anyway, it happens in there, which according to this would put it somewhere between 11 to 14 years before the blowing up of the first Death Star in the Battle of Yavin. So that's totally doable, man. Mm-hmm. Because that's, if it if it continues after that, you're just expecting these characters to be around... Well, I mean, not even that, because it, it could start right there. It could start <laughs> well, the next day, because Luke would be little.
3: Well, get this, it doesn't even have to start off after Solo ends, because Kira's been doing this for a while. Mm-hmm. With Crimson Dawn. That's true. That so, is true. So it could be... Years before we even see her in solo. Yeah. Not, yeah, so well, that not would, well, that would, years before when we see the separation in solo. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's what I mean.
5: Well, hmm.
1: does that make it, sense? I mean, you figure though, it's only a three year gap between the time that Han, she and Han. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a couple years. And, yeah.
5: But, but, I I, but I
1: think I'd prefer after. After yeah, me too. Because you know, that'd be
5: too confusing. Yeah, it'd be too. And plus, although I don't like what she did, I think she's a better character now, a more interesting character now that she's made that
3: choice to be a gangster. But it'd be interesting that they could put Paul Bettany in if he's still alive. Would oh, yeah. we get? Would we also get more of a Empress Nest? Oh, oh gosh, we could hope, get infus Nest as well. I know Eric's definitely about it. But we definitely could get Empress Nest. We could even get
5: her after, Nest. Though.
1: Mm-hmm. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I mean, Infus Ness could be anywhere in there because she's like starting the rebellion. It would be I it's I feel so strongly about the character, and of course I know it's not in there, but it makes you want to go watch Rogue One again and see if she's sitting around the table somewhere, even though plainly ah, she she ah, wasn't. But that uh-huh. character is so cool because you're talking about somebody who's kind of like the Diego Luna character mm-hmm. who or her not the, his character, not he wasn't a character, but yeah, the character. Uh, where he's been in this fight since he was a kid. And that's where she's at. She's following in the footsteps of her mom and the, the people that she's talking about that Crimson Dawn did this thing to the people on Savarine, they had their tongues mm-hmm. cut out. Right. And so she's been in this fight and obviously she's young there. She's supposed to be like, you know, 18 or 20, something like that. I think he, to have her in that timeline would be really neat man that's a that's the sort of thing it's that personal edge that makes rebellions work yeah, yeah. right As now a, that they have some skin in the game yeah exactly and mm-hmm. so man that would be cool and you know what i i realized that people can some can take or leave jen Urso. so but her character's really cool, too, man. Before yep. the events of Rogue One, and if you read any of the canon novels, like where she's with Saw Gerrera becoming the badass, mm-hmm. uh, it, she would be cool to see in there, too. I heard she rebels. <laughs> and they're built on hope. <laughs> <laughs> she quit doing that, though, whenever they <laughs> didn't use any of the <laughs> Yeah, the they
3: trail. just cut it out. But see, now people were talking shit on this Yobi wan series like we don't need to see obi-wan but if you start doing all this stuff this would be really cool and really because
4: interesting. he actually would be the intersection anyway if mm-hmm. you think about it he's mm-hmm. he definitely would be the the crossing point
3: and how cool all that stuff
5: would be going on around luke without mm-hmm. luke even knowing see and and the interesting thing is is that it would be a change of pace because there's a lot of shows like deadwood just did this where they have their show mm-hmm. and then they end it with the movie this would be the opposite this would be a movie, and then they continue with uh, with a show. Yeah, and, and like Schroeder said, I would rather have something than nothing. Mm-hmm. But this something is actually an interesting concept. Yeah, yeah that's why. Instead I mean. of getting two hours of content, you get right six, maybe eight episodes of whatever, however long they are. That kind of thing. You get a full drawn out story, and it might be better closure, and you might get more content than you would in just a movie. Instead of making you know two sequels, which would never happen. They, they if even if they made a a, se, a solo sequel they would never make a third one. So you could even get three or two other sequels of content in a TV show, which yeah. you would
3: get more than, than you would in the in the movies. That's why I always said I don't know if we really want a sequel for solo. I'd rather have a series for solo. Yeah. Well, 100%. Yeah, with with I rather have 8 hours of Yeah. content. But the shitty thing is is uh how if
5: if this is an Obi-Wan thing, how is he's not we're not yeah, gonna Han no. solo can't be no. in it because he no. can never see no. him he can't we'll, recognize he'll him. never be in it yeah that's that's the shitty thing i think people would be like well where the fuck is han solo he could be named yeah he could be named but i i, I think people would would
3: would well ultimately
4: this cheated. series would have to end at obi-wan going to han solo if i'm not mistaken
3: not necessarily not, not necessarily but there'll be some time this yeah. could happen if they have little side stories where it's emily clark kira's in it and and Darth Maul's in it. You can have Han go into Jabba's. You can go into Tatooine. It's going to be set in Tatooine. Mm-hmm. You could have Han walk in and take jobs here and there, and just be like this cool dude here and there for a quick shot. You could. He could be in that universe. Mm-hmm. That'd be too much of a tease. Yeah, though. it would be. If I'm just saying.
5: If he's on screen, he yeah. has to be. Sure, universes
3: screen.
4: are a big deal, and I don't. I, I even though it's too much of a tease, I'd still. Be I'm rad. gonna go with Struthers thing. I'd rather have something than.
5: Uh, oh, absolutely! Yeah, G- give me anything, mm-hmm. anything you want. Yeah, I'll take a, I'll take a four episode miniseries, something like that, whatever the hell it is. Just yeah, just give me
3: content all day. Yeah, well, that's why I wanted to talk about it. It might be a bullshit rumor, but it's interesting to
4: talk about. Yeah, and more Nest. All right, Mr. Struthers. Anything else in the world of the wars?
1: Well we've had the passes for, uh, almost said San Diego Comic-Con, for Star Wars <laughs> Celebration. Anaheim go on sale and then instantly get smashed to where there's, there's none fear. left. Remember when I, when I said, this is not going to sell out. There's no movies coming out. Boy, was I wrong. Blew
3: my Yeah, man. Mind. King Tom it's, called me and he goes, I can't believe you left that in there. You should have edited it out. I go, what? They're sold out? He goes, yeah, pretty much. I'm like, damn. I know. What is it? Uh Rusty Brown
5: almost didn't get one.
1: Wow. Yeah, man. dude. And I, I know, messaged no. him. <laughs> it, it, he told me whenever I saw he didn't get it, he ended up going back in and mm-hmm. one of them freed up, which is good. And that stuff happens, man. People pile them into their cart yep. and then the time expires and they get tossed back in. Anybody who's ever done a presale trying to get good seats. But the oh. thing that bugs me about that, okay. And don't get me wrong. It, I I understand the draw of wanting to use market demand as a tool for your your income strategy, if you follow my meaning here. Mm-hmm. But when you have something that f- fans want to go to a freaking fan convention and people are piling on there getting the stuff with the intention of selling it at an inflated price, I realize that's just sort of the nature of the world, but I find it to be pretty distasteful. Mm-hmm. It's, it's extremely extremely it's, distasteful. It's despicable. Especially if you're one of the fans that are going. Yes. And I'm um, but one th- that that it's just not cool. It's just not cool. That's not what those are there for. If you want to make money, figure out a less shady way of doing it. I will say this
3: to people. If you didn't get a ticket, do not freak out. Do not go crazy. There are going to be people trying to sell their tickets, and there are decent human beings in the Star Wars community that everyone I've been to, people sell their tickets for face value to somebody that needs it. So, don't freak out. If you really want to go, you'll find a ticket to go. There are good human beings out there. Trust me. Absolutely. My question is,
5: were there less tickets available this time? I don't know. I don't get it. It was instantaneous instantaneous. But my plan was, was to, because I was at work when the tickets went on sale at 9 o'clock, and I was gonna buy them when I got home from work, which was around noon. And I was like, okay, great. Luckily, Brittany was on me, on me about it, and Oh, wanted good. to get the tickets. No no no, <laughs> no, no, no. Wanted to get the tickets instantly. <laughs> okay. All right, right, right as they're doing something else. No, no, no. no. At, work too. At, work, too. at work She, she was on yeah, you she, wow. was at, she was it's at her job. I was at mine. Easy now, Um on me about oh, it to get the
0: tickets. Again,
5: about to get the tickets. And I was like, No, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. She's like, I'm just gonna get them for you. You pay me back. I was like, Okay, fine. Luckily, she did that because chances are I would be fucked. Yeah. I would be totally screwed. Well, you could apply for a press pass. That's the plan. That's the plan. You could apply for a pe- press pass. That's, that's yeah. But, press but pass. still, I, I I want
3: to know the fact that I'm going. No matter what, I will be there, hell or high water. So, yeah. It'd be interesting uh, the year that it's here at our home state, and home city, that they don't give us press passes. <laughs> that would suck a big pass. Oh, you better not do that. Yeah. You better not. Well, hopefully we get to see everybody. I can't wait. I hope everybody that
1: wanted tickets got tickets. And if you didn't get tickets, again, you will get tickets.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You got a long time. Just chill. Yeah. It's. I mean, I, the the thing is, though, it's just the experience that's a bummer because mm-hmm. I did. I thought, man, I don't, I don't need to set an alarm and go ahead and and do this. It's. I got a. I sure got a safe couple of days at least. But luckily, I my normal obsessive self knew that oh, you can't just sit there and do that. Even if, even if that is true, you can't do that. So I jumped on it right away, and I'm so glad I did. because. And I knew something was up when I was sitting in the queue. I, okay, right at go time, I, ref, I refresh my browser. Instantly, the site crashes. I get in the queue at, at less than 60 seconds after the time flipped over and was in the queue for almost 50 minutes before it popped up. That's, that's, that sounds like uh, San Diego Comic-Con, by the way. it's
3: exactly how. I remember one year, I had four uh, computers and tablets set up to get in. I was in four queues, never got in, sold out every single time. So pissed off. It just drives me
1: crazy. One thing they did do, man, we don't have to beat this into the ground. I'm sorry they keep going around about it. When my little girl, she wanted to go to the JoJo Siwa concert, which, by the way, that thing was so successful, they added tour dates, and she's coming back to St. Louis to a bigger venue. Yeah, and you saw her, too. I loved it. it. Same exact show. We're we're not going to that. They're not going to that is what I mean. But (laughs) what they did is they released tickets in blocks throughout the day hmm because I was like god I can't believe it I missed this yeah because the boom they were sold out but I kept checking every few hours and there would be more tickets released more tickets released more tickets released and I'm sure they're part of that's to combat the the scalping because it spreads it out a little bit more so I mean it's still gonna happen but they have to be diligent to spend all day long chasing it down as opposed to you know, firing up the bots when it's go time <laughs> right? and hitting it. But anyway, Jeez. blah, blah, blah. It's a bummer to me. It is a bummer. It is a bummer. But this is a great segue into
3: that email that I was talking about because Colton sent us an email and he said, Howdy, guys. Hope you all are doing well. The clip from Galaxy's Age made the park sound so fucking cool. Hopefully, Boo had a great time when he went to I may be able to swing a trip back to Southern California next summer, and with the dates announced for Star Wars Celebration, there's a bit more pressure on the commit sooner rather than later. My girlfriend and I are big Star Wars fans and would probably have a great time at Celebration. We're also fans of the MCU and a lot of other geekdom, and would probably also have a great time at San Diego Comic-Con. The trip will probably come down to one weekend or the other, so what would you recommend? Celebration or Comic-Con? As always, love hearing y'all's show, and I'm looking forward to the next great Strother's mashup. Cheers, <laughs> Colton. Well, thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. Uh, we're looking for the great next Strother's mashup as well. Coming to you, he's got an actually got one. Uh, he got his DMX and Taylor Swift mashup on YouTube, correct, Eric?
0: this ain't for the best uh, uh, my reputation's uh, never been worse yeah so you must like me for me
1: um, uh, uh. yeah man <laughs> you so ended that perfect I, timing too uh. <laughs> <laughs> i put i put a video together for it and it worked out even better than i thought it was going. it was to. really good check it it's out guys the i I took quite a few liberties with the timeline of her music video in the music bed of this so that w- what was going on on the screen with her told the story of the lyrics as much as possible. So it's... <laughs> every time I see it, I pat myself on the shoulder. It's really good. It's really you, good. Did it, you did it, Strathers. You did it. So the video sells it, man. Don't get me wrong. The music itself is... The music bed with those... With DMX over it and that music bed, it's like hypnotic, but the video really, really brings it all together. Yeah, it's badass. And your question about San Diego Comic-Con or
3: Sour Celebration, I will say this. The best part of Celebration to me is meeting all of you guys and meeting all of our friends in the community. So no matter if it's San Diego Comic-Con or it's Celebration, whoever you have, Friends that are going to these events, I say go to that one. Now, I know you just got on Twitter, but by now, hopefully you have followed a bunch of people and then you listen to us. So we're going to be there. Eric's going to be there on the, all the other shows on the MSW network. Ninety five percent of them are going to be there. So I would biasly say come to Celebration so we can meet you and hang out and go to the parties. Now you're, there's parties also for San Diego Comic Con, but I guarantee you there's going to be some fun parties at Celebration after actual convention days. I'm biasedly gonna say definitely go to celebration. I, I would say
5: Star Wars celebration as well. You know, for the reasons that you said, of course, you know, the camaraderie that that you feel and just everybody geeked out and excited about the same thing is awesome. Mm-hmm. Because uh Comic Con has a lot of things. A lot, a lot of things. You know, you know, there's supernatural there's the mcu there's dc some years stuff like that so not everybody's there for the same reason not everybody there is you know excited for the same thing but with star wars celebration everyone there is a star wars fan and big enough of a fan to go to a convention nerd out the cosplay that you see everything is centered towards it you know hopefully eventually one day that there's a you know marvel con or whatever Mm -hmm. whatever they want to call it then that would be incredible as well but you know this is just 100% pure star wars everybody's there so excited it's just such a great time N- not nothing against comic con i think you can do comic con in a day i think comic con for one day well Hall h well yeah if 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 there's it's no Hall pa- h, yeah. if there's no panels that you want to see yeah. or anything like that and you just want to walk the show floor in a day mm-hmm. star wars celebration i think it's more than just one day's worth of content you're just like holy shit i got i got to walk the floor again mm-hmm. i got to see everything again I got to see different people walking around. There's different cosplayers, stuff like that. So, yeah. So, I, I would definitely, definitely recommend Star Wars Celebration over Comic-Con.
3: Yeah, that's a good point because if you're at in Hall H at San Diego Comic-Con, you could be the biggest Star Wars fan in the world. But the guy next to you might just be a Marvel fan and yep. his enthusiasm and excitement is nowhere going to be nowhere near yours is. Yeah, just just like So, we that were. shared bond yeah. that you have with people in those rooms. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be the same. Yeah. Just like we were in that overflow room for yeah, episode nine. Exactly.
5: There was literally a electricity in the air. Mm-hmm. You could feel it. There was a buzz when it all went down. Everybody was just so excited. I'm, you know, one of the happiest places on the planet was that room
1: mm-hmm.
5: guaranteed. And, was, and Disneyland. Well, yeah, well that's just an entire place. Yeah, right? I know
1: well, we'll get to that in a second. Okay. I couldn't imagine only having one day to spend at star Wars celebration that would have been a bummer because Mm -hmm. there was so much to do. There was so much to see. And we talked about this on the motivators that the reason people are going to that are the people. Yep. And, and I can't stress that enough. You're meeting people like crazy. You're, you're meeting in real life people that you feel like you've already known forever. Mm -hmm. And you're all there for this common, common thing. Once you have your past, there's not a whole lot of cutthroat aspect to it. They no. did a pretty good job of trying to keep it all fair and sedate, and there's plenty going on, and there's something for everybody. It's all Star Wars there, but there's literally so many things that you could be doing that's for all, all interests inside of this one small fandom, if you will, that is Star Wars as opposed to being multifaceted. It's to me, man. It's definitely the way to go, and it's it's really something to experience.
3: Unless and, and I were there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and we had to leave Sunday, and we were bummed we were leaving Sunday. We thought we we're yeah we got cut short. We're like, damn, go to celebration, my friend. Yeah, go to celebration. And thanks
4: for the email, my man. Not only that, Galaxy's Edge is uh, definitely an ice. Oh, that, that too. Let's let's,
1: so put let's put that in put there, put that in there
4: because you, you more than likely yeah get that, to meet that's evil, a deal breaker. hang out with everybody, and then all of a sudden somebody, some people will be like, hey, before we leave, we're going to Galaxy's Edge. You get to go experience that, too, on top of it. So Yeah. Yeah.
3: Definitely.
0: Wow. Wow.
3: Ah! <laughs> best michael jackson album ever debatable yeah i was about to say off the wall Ooh. was the shit look at eric's just bobbing his head Ooh.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> we're, g- we're gonna let this go a little bit longer because uh we gotta hit the chorus right here <laughs> you ready for
0: it <laughs> here we go <laughs> here to us mj
3: Leave the nine to five on the shelf, people. See, Colton, this is what we do at Celebration. (laughs) Where are we living? Okay, Michael Jackson. Pre-thriller Michael Jackson. What do you think about that?
1: It's a great record, man. And now, I, I know you said hands the best the best michael jackson record i disagree and that's really but, hard to
3: say but but my opinion. Well, it,
1: it is because of the, like the the length of his career and the to the casual observer it might appear like his music didn't change that much but it totally did and mm-hmm, the production yes. and all that but dude the groove and what the guy his his vocals and the the performance chops, too, man. Just let's not let's not just get pigeonholed into the the audio recording of it. But the, the guy was an amazing performer and it takes so much uh, like personal fortitude and to be able to exude charisma to an arena like that and to have somebody who's like that. But so unsure of themselves in in the same time that that's like crazy to think about.
3: Totally. And this brings up a huge debate between Les and I, and and I'm a huge off the wall. and And I say anything prior to Bad, the album Bad, is the essence of Michael Jackson. And then he got a little crazy with Bad. And I'm not saying Bad is a bad like horrible album. I'm saying he just turned, like Eric said, his musical style changed. And he went a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Now, and I know a lot of people- are on the fence now because of the crazy stuff that has you know I've always has been out and about mm-hmm. but that HBO documentary to me I watched that HBO documentary and it did make me sick to my stomach and I have a personal thing now where I'm not gonna listen to anything prior after you mean after after thriller. Hmm. Thriller and before thriller, I'm down. But anything after thriller it's hard for me to to separate the man from the things the that the music.
4: First of all, Off the Wall, very very good. Probably one of the first albums I remember actually dancing to as a kid, like mm-hmm. being able to dance and the music was on like being introduced to Michael Jackson and also his main rival, Prince at the time. You know, like getting you got you get a heavy dose of that too. So they, and you can't have one without the other. Ultimately, like you can really, you can talk about those people, but ultimately, for me, when I hear "Off the Wall," when I hear any of those songs, when I hear anything like that, I automatically go, "Okay, I remember where I was. I remember." And even up to Thriller, I remember, you know, getting up in the morning and watching the making of Thriller all day, like it was on MTV. Must have looped that thing for oh, like thriller, a month yeah. straight. Even though he did get weird and maybe. Obviously, bad definitely was a a different. It was a reemergence, maybe, or a different direction. But that's like Struthers said. You know, he evolved. His music changed. He definitely went to different places. That still speaks to itself. And there's still songs.
3: Oh, I mean, Smooth Criminals on that album. It's a great album. I'm just yeah. And and, uh, he he just went a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. That was the for me. That's the beginning of the madness. Oh, oh, and and he totally when when I see him on video.
4: I start thinking this is when it started. Well, and, and you know it. And the video that shows that he's completely nuts is black
0: or uh, white. Martin had a dream.
1: Sorry, that's an accident.
4: <laughs> but you know, it was a. Uh, that was kind of <laughs> scary, dude. That was a little eerie, dude. That was I thought Michael was channeling Chad in. eerie. That was Kendrick Lamar, first of all. It was but Kendrick, up, but yeah, I thought uh, Michael. Like, uh, that was Kendrick, well, well, but what, what, what but Michael happened? was like
3: channeling in or something. I was like, was like, uh,
4: creepy moment, creepy moment on the set <laughs> list here.
0: No, no, but.
5: <laughs> The, the the fucked up thing is that both of you looked at me. Yeah, like, we thought you did. I did. Like, I'm like, what the
4: fuck what the fuck, Carlos? Yeah, I'm like, music like, gonna... minutes done, boom. Yeah, I was like, what you the, the
5: fuck are looking throw... at me for? You can't throw Kendrick Lamar Bullard, Kendrick Yeah, I'm like, great song though, great song, great song. 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 Yeah, I was like, damn man, man what are you looking at me for?
4: <laughs> but yeah, it, if we're gonna go there, then yes, as and in, and in, 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 when you watch Black or White, ah, and that whole craziness at the end of it, that whole like dance thing you did,
3: screaming and grabbing,
4: yeah, and you're just like. Okay, Michael, what are you doing here, man? Yeah, but like when we talked, I said there were still other songs like on yeah. history there's like, dangerous four or was five. a great album dangerous was a great album. Yeah. He still did his thing, but yeah, you could tell he was already starting to fade, and not i'm not gonna say starting to fade, but you can tell he was definitely uh on the way down off his rocker just it was I'm sure when you're Michael Jackson and every move you make and you're on stage twenty four seven every single day you know like everything is scrutinized just watched at at one point like i mean come on now like his trial was basically a show yeah he was like it was that's
3: uh, He was the biggest thing since sliced bread man he's a huge boo you have no idea how massive
4: yeah there's nobody he was. like him now i don't think there's anybody anywhere near what michael jackson was because michael jackson was you remember everything. like I remember, I remember his trial i remember his trial what? not
5: well not, not the exact we're side. talking about i'm talking about thriller oh as an him. artist yeah. no thriller
3: yeah, no bad idea. and dangerous to a point where people started like falling off on dangerous but those three albums right eric like he was it, i've never seen anything like it
1: Ever. yeah dude it was out of hand uh just it's hard to explain the amount of people that he played in front of and the amount of people that were buying the record and just, I mean the, how topical it was that, I mean, it's it's stuff about thriller would pop up on the news just because of how the sales and people in the record Mm -hmm. stores like crushing to get in to get it and all these things. It's, it's like when you see if when you see footage of, like, the 60s and the Beatles would be yes. there, and you've got girls who are just in tears and screaming their brains out because they don't know how else to react to it.
3: It was like that. The girls were fainting everywhere. and everything. Remember that, Eric? People were fainting. Yeah. It was crazy.
1: Yeah, it but, was. But
3: it off was the wall, going back right? to off the wall, look at the first three songs. Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. Yep. Rock With
4: You. hmm Working
3: Day and Night. hmm And then he goes, get on the floor, and then off the wall. Mm-hmm. Just champion album. just
4: bomb drops right there. Yeah, bomb
3: all drops. of them. So that's your music minute. And then, and then he drops Thriller after that. And then, yeah, Quincy he says, Jones. Hey, let's do this. And everybody knows what and Thriller nuked is. Everything Thriller yeah. from start to finish is just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, just ridiculous. One of the greatest. But
4: then he went cuckoo, and we're not going to talk about the
3: cuckoo ness. <sighs> all right, that was the music minute, Michael Jackson. We were going to play that last week.
4: Pop culture breakdown. OG Rob has an email. Oh, here we go. Hey, Sitlis, congrats on making it to one hundred and fifty shows. Thanks, Rob. Looking forward to the party for the two hundredth episode. Oh, Oh, two hundredth yes.
3: episode. Strothers has to fly. I wonder if our two hundredth is gonna line up to during that celebration time. Maybe we can do it purposely so Eric can come down for the two hundredth party. No, it won't at all. Huh? Mm, no. sure. it, it
1: it's it's not it's unless close. we skip several episodes. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't we're not gonna record for a yeah. while. Yeah. Which is, it's off the table. So, with the
4: Rogers' son scheduled to make his debut soon, yes. I have a question for Les Derek Eric. Uh-oh. If you could pick out one album, book, and a non-Star Wars movie to share with young Malik that would help him understand his dad, what would they be? Oh no, I would go with Moving Pictures by Rush for the album. Oh, Ready perfect. Player One for the book, and for the movie, The Godfather.
3: If those are actually Rob.
4: Those are fucking Damn. great. <laughs> of course, he'd have to experience these at the appropriate age. No, but, he doesn't. But I think he'd get a pretty <laughs> decent insight to his old man. By experiencing these and figuring out the connections. What do you guys think? Until wow. next, OG Rob.
3: Right. That's Rob. Thank you very much. That is, uh, that's you. That was perfect. Uh, Moving Pictures, one of my favorite albums of all time. Ready Player One, the book is unreal. Um, it pretty much encompasses everything that I loved when I was a kid. And The Godfather, I'm a huge Godfather 2 fan, but obviously The Godfather 1 is uh, one of my favorites as well. Nailed it.
4: You get you you want to take yeah this? no i uh, should I go first it? since mm-hmm. I think I've known the guy longer yeah so the book uh <laughs> the book would be
5: uh the novelization of of revenge of the Sith I would want that. Okay, that's kind of my, just for myself though. You can go fuck yourself or whatever on whatever
0: you want. i like, <laughs> I was read, like,
5: okay, like, this, read is, this. this is
4: this is how you know Uncle Boo, <laughs> yeah. not, not your dad. <laughs> yeah. this question this just is about getting to know Uncle Boo. This question just turned. <laughs> this, just yeah, went to did. you spoiling like, the shit out of Malik, dude.
5: Yeah, this is, dude, I'd be like, read this. this is the shit. Forget about what your dad wants. This is amazing. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> um, the movie, I, I I'd say I would have to ask you for your your favorite Pearl Jam album, mm. and I would I, I would I would give him that. And then the movie, the movie that, hmm, shit, uh, probably your favorite Quentin Tarantino movie, which he would have to wait for. Kill Bill. <laughs> he would have to wait for that. Yeah. I'm going to put that down right now. Everything else you can, you can have, I'd be like, you got to
3: wait for this. Yeah, it'd be probably Pearl Jam Versus is one of my favorite. And I was about to say that. Yeah, and Tarantino. Oh, Kill Bill. That's, those, are, those are good ones, except for the first one. <laughs>
4: that, but, was the, that one's for me.
3: Yeah. yeah, that's fine.
4: Album. I'll go with uh, Dave Matthews' Crash. Mm, great album, Yes.
3: Eric, you need to stay quiet on that one. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. That'd be that uh, book. I would probably say Lord of the Rings.
3: Yeah. Uh, because you know why? Because Les let me borrow his Lord of the Rings. And
4: I hadn't read it before, and I read it 15 years ago. That's so, time, and yeah. it, it, But it'd have to be like all good one. of them rolled up to, and just be like, look, here you go. He down a Bible he, he'd, he'd
0: be
5: pissed. So, yeah, what anyway. so, the <laughs> fuck is this?
4: Well, it, by then, it'll be like holographic. Oh,
3: i will be on his Yeah. yeah it'll, say, it'll, it'll be, it'll, it'll it'll be, be
5: live. Just give him the, au- yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the the audible.
4: Yeah. Yeah, right. There'll be like legit holograms <laughs> by the time he's of age, anyways, dude. Come on, let's 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 have faith in our technology. <laughs> uh and then for movie, I would say Temple of Doom. Oh ooh. Love Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom. And most people don't like Temple of Doom. I don't. My least favorite Indiana Jones. Yeah. You see a lot of uh Harris of Horse chest. I'm a big fan yeah. of his chest. So that would be it, right there. Those would be my three things. Would be like, here you go. Huh, those are good. Actually, right, so actually any Spielberg. You love Spielberg. I do love Spielberg. Yeah, games. yeah, yeah. I'd probably be able to just slide I'm, anything. In I wouldn't there. say any Spielberg, but this hey, guy loves Spielberg. Yeah,
3: but AI dude. is terrible. <laughs> yeah, isn't that great? He still loves Spielberg. Yeah, I know he does. does. Yeah. <laughs> Minority Report is bad. There was a Spielberg panel at the Alien Con. It was called Spielberg Alienologist question mark oh <laughs> we didn't we didn't go was he there no no he was definitely not no.
1: there what he was way into aliens man yeah he was he was he, that's why that he was did a big deal encounter. for him and mm-hmm. that's where close encounters came from exactly I and had... he brought people that had alien encounters, encounters
3: yeah oh we watched yeah, yeah. we listened to blockbuster podcast yeah yeah all right mr others you're on board here
1: <laughs> dude well, first of all, I was gonna say Close Encounters for the movie, but okay. that's more for me too.
0: Uh, <laughs> I love that movie,
1: love it. <sighs> for music, I was gonna say ah, that's too much of me trying to influence you. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: Who are you gonna say? say? Who are you gonna say? I, I was gonna say Iron Maiden, Number of the Beast. Oh, that's a great album, dude. Love that. Um, album. The,
3: the
2: yeah, beginning will scare the shit out record. of them,
1: though. I used to uh, the beginning that? of that album, scared the shit out of me, man. <laughs>
0: Woe to you, O earth and sea, for the devil sends the beast with wrath, because he knows the time is short. Let him who hath understanding reckon the number of the beast, for it is a human number. Its number is 666.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea on that one. I'm sorry. Okay. Sorry
0: to
3: let you down. So, Number of the Beast? Yeah. Okay, book, no idea. And then,
4: movie? Close Encounters. Oh,
3: Close Encounters. Okay,
4: those are great. Those are great. The book one is tough. I'm going to uh, flip it and enhance this a little. And then I would say this video game would get you to know your dad a lot, and that's Rock Band. Oh, yeah.
3: That is true, Rock Band. Yeah, I'm going to get to play this Rock man Band man played hours. Oh, my, hours. my God. It's hours <laughs> 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 of Rock Band. Yeah. We should learn how to play a real guitar fucking spending that much time playing rock band. Oh yeah. Whatever. But thanks Rob. I
1: have never played rock band or guitar hero. Yeah. Cause you are a guitar hero <laughs> and you are in a rock you know, band.
4: And, and isn't it? The thing is, is those <laughs> someone like you would actually not be good at it. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Like actual people that play guitar would be like, I can't play this thing. It'd be the worst. Play- they're actually the worst yeah, players. I've heard that. And yeah, you are Dude. in a rock band and you are a guitar <laughs> hero. So you don't need yeah. to do either. <laughs>
1: I like when when Guitar Hero was at the height of its popularity. I was teaching guitar at this performing arts center and mm-hmm. there was a family there that took kind of took me under their wing, you know, cuz I was single and and all this stuff and I was at their house for a New Year's Eve party and they're having this big rock this big Guitar Hero tournament and people are begging me to play and I'm like I'll be damned if the first time I ever play this game is going to be in front of all you yes. guys oh, Yeah, yeah. Exactly. like a punk bitch so i politely <laughs> just, that's funny oh
3: well, we had guitar some great player
4: doesn't want to play oh man we yeah, had some
3: yeah. great times before we'd go out we'd play rock band and we'd get hammered and go out in pregame and then go out oh man we did that for years years <laughs> damn but thanks again rob that was a great question man i appreciate it and i can't wait we got two weeks before mel comes out two weeks that is exciting yeah. stuff man yeah less than two weeks or right around there well well for me it's ten days. Yeah, you guessed. That's right. You guessed the different date. As long as it's not July 4th. I don't want to ruin my goddamn July I'll, 4th I'll, barbecues. I'll, I'll be there. I'll be there holding a hot wow. dog and beer. Don't you ruin my barbecues, Malik? Yeah. No, I'll, I'll, I'll come, come in there with a cooler and everything. I'll be like, a, all right, I'm ready. <laughs> Where's the at? That's right. All right. Let's get into some pop... Well, we did get into pop culture, but let's get into some Stranger Things 3. There's a new trailer out. Oh, this one yeah. was a little different for me because... When I watch the trailer, they're introducing other people that are coming out of the Upside Down and trying to go after her? Or, am I, or did I dream this? I think you dreamt Okay, up. let's watch it, because maybe you're right.
1: Love the colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the music.
0: You let us in.
3: See? Who's this guy? You let us in. And now... See? See, they're coming from the upside down.
5: I think. I think he's talking about the creatures. I don't think it's actual like people or the things that are in. Well, somebody's, Will still. somebody's talking mm-hmm, to her from it, the upside down. Yeah, yeah.
6: What if he never left?
5: That's what I'm talking about. What's inside Will?
0: What if we locked him out here with us? He want to attach himself to someone
5: again. Mm-hmm. It's the same creature. Okay, but he's talking now. Yes.
3: Okay. Yeah. A new host. There it
5: is. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And it picks the biggest doucher to be the host. Yep. Well,
5: yes. Was that Joe
3: Dirt? <laughs> it looks like Joe Dirt. Music's fantastic, Eric. You're right. But Terminator? Children. With this fire is a very, way cheesy. more serious trailer. Listen to the music. Yeah. Oh, man.
0: We're going to end you going to end your friends then we are going to end everyone oh.
3: wow so they're communicating and they're saying we're
5: I have it no, no no because it's the it's the the guy and the creature so it's like we are legion they talk about themselves as one but they know that they're multiple people that's oh, what I think the we is
3: Gotcha. yeah
5: that's Hellboy.
6: Yeah. I need you to trust me.
3: The budgets are getting bigger, I can tell you that much. Mm-hmm. The mall goes dark. Creepy.
1: It's a Velociraptor.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Clever girl. Oh my god, it's Night of the Comet.
0: <laughs> ah.
1: Did you see the gap sign? Code red.
3: T Rex. Oh, just love this. When it goes back to that, oh. Never actually watched the intro. Do you know you and your intros?
4: Man. <laughs> you just skip them, huh? Yeah, you yeah,
5: yeah, skip okay, I, I watch it once and then it's over. It's over. I, I don't see it again. How dare you?
1: It was that's gr- ridiculous. The the intro is part of the show. Thank you, dude. Even when you binge watch something, Parks and Rec, great example. You mm-hmm. watch that damn intro mm-hmm. every right, single. That's time. right. And the Office, Friends, you name it. You watch it. Don't do that. My boo. little pony. boo's giving you a look right now. Just boo's giving you. It. You can't see him, but Boo's giving you a look here. It doesn't hurt me.
4: It doesn't it shouldn't hurt you. Yeah, I we are all in agreement here. Hey, You're definitely outvoted, dude. If That's I
3: get it. Yeah, Your time is not that
4: valuable. Like what are you doing anyway? Like dude. what, You're what is in that your What is that? Hold on, let's You're rewind. You're bingeing.
0: <laughs> less. So you know <laughs> yeah, bro. You less. The intro you just know. has to flow, dude. Just all right.
4: let it
3: go, man. What is that 30 seconds going to do to you, boo, and your underwear and your tidy whities and sitting there with your chest all right. out and your hair all out and you got a beer in your hand. I skip what a is bunch of shit. If it gives
5: me the option to skip the intro, I'm going to capitalize on You and your on fucking instant gratification. And then, yes. and then yes. even if I your know. instant
4: gratification
3: is ruining entitled millennials, dude. Look at you. Just,
4: just You're done recording you it. now, aren't you? You just don't even want
1: to record, dude. My segment's dude. done. I'm out of <laughs> here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wait a minute. You mean the second this podcast is over, it's not available for other people to listen to? Screw this. Exactly. Wait crap. A
3: you forward our intro to you, son. Of course of I a do. Bitch. Oh,
4: Lord. How dare you? Carlos, dare you. come on. Star is right, dude. It is part of <laughs> the Eric, I'm going to have to put something in the intro <laughs> about it, about Boo, so he can listen to it. So it is part of the show, man. The intro always works. It,
3: Wait a
0: minute.
4: You watch
3: co- Daredevil? Time out. Time the out.
4: intro is Less. still awesome. Every single episode, I do this
3: cold intro of something like old school, like Star Wars or something yes. old school video games. You haven't heard any of those? No. You fucking dick! That's awful. <laughs> I've heard That's a couple, horrible. I've heard a couple. How yeah, time I try to find what? those damn things? I've heard a couple of them.
5: Oh a man. Of them. Yo, If if they're immediately at the start, then I'll be like, oh okay. Yeah, it's right. immediately at the start. Yeah, but if if I if I'm like, uh, what is it? Crunch for time. I'm like,
3: yep, we're gonna crunch for time. Yeah, I'm a busy man. Oh. I'm a busy man. All right, Brittany, please force them to watch intros. <laughs> She's done a good job with you. You should change some stuff. <laughs> Your flatulence have kept inside recently, so yeah. Good. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. So, Brittany, please, Stranger Things, watch every Stranger Thing. What that Stranger Thing intro is like ten seconds, by the way. Of wasted time. Oh, yeah, Jesus Lord, have mercy on my soul. Okay, so let's talk about Stranger Things three. This one's a little bit more serious. Looks like people from the Upside Down are here to stay and take over the world and make it the Inside Out. I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Looks really cool though every single season and every single episode. This is what I'm talking about. I'm glad that this wasn't a one-off movie Mm -hmm. because it could have made a movie like a John Hughes film, Super 8 style kind of film. But we're getting three seasons of this thing and we're getting tons of episodes and we're going to get a couple more. So this is why I love Netflix. This is why I love all these great streaming services. And I hope this is what happens to our great Star Wars franchises where we can get this kind of content on a week oh like a binge well it's gonna be week to week i think for disney plus but we're not gonna be able to binge it as far as i know
1: correct Mm -hmm. eric um mandalorian's gonna be a week to week yeah i i i I don't think so but mind you i don't i don't know for sure but i don't think so yeah i don't think so either so very excited and you have not seen
3: any episodes correct eric or did you see season one with your wife i think you might have no
1: a Stranger Thing? Yes. I saw all of season one and part of season, season two, and we, okay. we just ran out of available time. Right. It wasn't because you didn't like it or anything. Right. Yeah. Nothing like that. Just, you know how it is once you fall off the routine of something, it's like, Yeah, shit.
3: Fucked. Like watching intros.
1: Yeah,
3: <laughs> <those>? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Another great show that we all loved that had a great intro. Skip the shit out of that, too. You couldn't skip it. You couldn't skip it because. The beginning of Breaking Bad, all the beginning was actual scenes, and then they went into the intro. Correct? Remember? No, I still skipped They started you off like backwards.
5: Mm -hmm. Skipped it. (laughs) I kill you. I skipped everything.
3: Well, if you're a Breaking Bad fan, like all of us here were, I don't know if Eric was a huge fan, but there looks like there might be a reunion of sorts, because Better Call Saul, which returns for Season 5 in 2020, and during last year's San Diego Comic-Con, Breaking Bad creator Vince Gillian... Confirmed that Walter and Jesse wouldn't be making any appearances on the show. But he left it open for uh, other seasons. Now, Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul both tweeted out a picture of two donkeys, jackasses. And they both put the same exact thing in the same exact picture. And it said soon on both of them. So people are freaking out that they're coming this season. And it's very, very possible. because I would imagine, Barry Saul might have a couple of seasons left. Mm-hmm, usually, yeah. usually he gets... Uh, Vince gets tired, I'm calling him Vince because I know him, he gets tired of uh, uh making these shows longer than five or six seasons. So. Yeah. So this is great news. I mean, anytime we get to see those two back together uh, is a big thing for me. Uh, Eric, were you a fan of uh, Breaking Bad at all? I think Eric heard himself. I, I have never I seen an episode, my man. Uh, okay. No worries. No worries. But what'd you do? You look like you're in major pain.
1: Yeah. You're- Dude, I fucked up my arm and like I turned my hand just the wrong way and it's... Oh, my God! It hurts as soon as this c d release show weekend is over, I am I gotta go to the doctor, oh,
3: yeah, if you turn your arm and it hurts that bad,
1: absolutely, yeah, yeah, like so I've got this I got this arm brace thing on this compression sleeve, you know oh, I thought that was and, for the straight, like <laughs> and I like to turn yeah yeah. Yeah, I put that one on my neck too, just to make it that. <laughs> oh, but, uh, but like, dude, if I turn my hand just a certain way, it's the tendons all through here. Oh yeah. You but probably... like today, it started hurting like up in here and stuff. So I don't know if I got to pull a pinched nerve or if I got a muscle tear or what. It God might be a tear. It hurts, man. Or you might just yeah. be old. Oh, come nah, on. There's man. That could be. No, what's wrong? Skip I'm your not. intros what's wrong with and you throw insults like that, dude.
5: Hey, you put me in the corner, all right? No, I'm you're go literally sitting nuts. in the corner, so you just yeah. stay there, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody puts baby in the corner, all right? <laughs> I'm literally Jeez, the baby in this yeah. fucking in this podcast. Good yeah. lord. He's on it.
3: <laughs> we have some top man, gun 2 news. i
5: going to give it to you, all right? Arr- Nobody start Yeah, Arr- exactly. Well, we're...
4: we're nothing. <laughs>
5: well, it looks, it looks like we've got some Top Gun 2 news, because we haven't had one in a while. Is this going to be another, uh, was it, uh, what did we not want to talk about that one
4: time? The uh,
3: Punky Brewster? Punky no, Brewster? the only reason I like to talk about Top Gun 2. Because right, you like to talk about Top Gun no, 2? No, no, no. Just what? like
4: Punky Brewster? We like to talk,
5: we'll talk about Top Gun 2. The only
3: reason I, I like you. to talk about it is because I get bust out Steve Stevens' intro.
0: <laughs>
3: and there it is. Right. Miles Teller was talking to The rap earlier in the week, and he's in this movie called The Maverick, and he was talking about how difficult it is to keep up with Mr. Tom Cruise in scenes and working out and just being with him. This is what he said. I'm certainly trying, but it's difficult. Just the volume of it. I'm sure a lot of people can do it for a couple of days or a week, but you can, You can. but can you do it for month after month? There's been nothing on this film that didn't take a lot of training to accomplish. And he further went on to say that, that Cruise is just at a different level. Like... His motor just does not stop. The rumor back in the day was that he wanted to fly his own F-14, and he will only do this movie if he f- flew on his own. To, Tom Cruise? Yeah, I don't know if that happened on his uh, on his own. Yes, that was a rumor. He's trying to do the Harrison Ford thing. Well, you know he's crazy. He saw what he did well,
0: for he's Mission
4: Impossible, freaking crazy.
3: Yeah, he's yeah nuts. well,
5: but that's not. Although it is completely different, he actually flew the helicopter in this in the last Mission Impossible. Yes, he did, movie, and that's him. He has a. He has a helicopter's uh, pilot's license mm-hmm. and all that. He's put in the hours. Although flying a fighter jet is completely <laughs> that's a, different. That's worth
4: like yeah. you know, one hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah. No, the budget alone, you're gonna have to have what ten fighter jets? There's no because you're gonna destroy a cup. No, no, you can't.
5: They, you can't even. Those things are. Molten. They won't let you. No that's let you. the point. The, the military. You'd have to let you actually borrow. go
4: buy them. No. and be like, we need to buy. Yeah, it's not not no. gonna happen. No, just the, not gonna. The
5: military is there with him saying. Absolutely not. Somebody will be there and with you. We're lucky. We're yeah. even letting you sit in it. Yeah, you know, you're not just being CGI'd in it. So right. yeah, absolutely. He's not going to fly it. There's
4: no
3: way. Well, they're well within. They're they're definitely filming it. I mean, they're in it. So we're going to definitely have a Top Gun too. I,
4: I find that really. There's a movie that Miles Teller did called Bleed for This, where he plays a boxer. Mm-hmm. I've uh, seen it. Vinny Paz or Vinnie Pazienza. Vinny Vamburino. Well. Basically a guy who was actually... No, I don't know, man. But he got into great shape for that. Mm-hmm. Like the amount of training he had to do to get into shape for just that was probably pretty high up there. It's a high level for sure. But if he can't hang with Tom Cruise just to be able to do a few things... And he's he is in his 50s. Yeah. Uh, man, that's kind of... Wow. By the way, I said Vinnie Bamberino.
3: What was... Uh, Eric would know. I think this... Vinny was, Barbarino. There it is. Barbarino. Barbarino.
4: Vinnie Barbarino. Barbarino. Welcome back, Carter. Mini Barbarino. We're all in the same age bracket, dude, except for millennials. I, I know. That's
3: why I said Eric would know Skips. this. because I, What's w- up, Skips? How's it going? Dude? I was going to say. <laughs> you call him Skips, Skips. guys. <laughs> I was going to say, welcome back, Carter. I just forgot the guy's name. I used to watch that show also. It was a, it was a good one. Horshack was in there. Was he? Rorschach? No, Horshack.
1: Yeah. Eric, go. Was was there welcome a- back, Carter. Yeah. 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 Wasn't there Horshack? Yeah. 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 See? Where you want me to imitate him?
3: No, can you? No, I just okay. (laughs) No, (laughs) not not gonna do it.
1: What a tease! (laughs) Not gonna do it. Wouldn't be prudent. The hell was that supposed to be? supposed to be HW, HW. Not even a little. Dana Carvey. I knew who you were. Dana Carvey's (laughs) (laughs) HW. I'm just teasing you. This interesting news
3: coming out of Collider Flash, not Flash Gordon. Actually, Uh, it is Flash Gordon, Uh, not Flash, the other Flash,
4: uh,
3: but that Flash. Yes. 20, I did it first. I'm, I'm already confused. Yeah. 20th Century Fox no, is going back to the drawing this. board on Flash Gordon reboot. They were originally supposed to be making a feature film, but now it looks like they got Taika Waititi to do an animated feature, and this came out of Deadline.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: So he's going to take over and do a Flash Gordon animated film for Disney slash Fox, which is pretty cool. And if people are fans of George Lucas, you know that Flash Gordon was a huge inspiration to George Lucas, and there might not have been star wars if it wasn't for, for flash gordon actually if you listen to the blockbuster you heard that he wanted to do a flash gordon film first but that just fell through first of all can we talk about that flash gordon movie which one the queen one
4: i say uh, the queen one because um it's pretty much yeah. yeah there's some pretty epic shots in that movie dude there's some really horrible shots very too. horrible too but you look up and it is like just like straight metal Oh, yeah, well, definitely!
3: <laughs> and if it wasn't for the soundtrack, that movie would be garbage. I think fully because playing football. Remember that whole football scene? <sighs> oh man, that movie was bad, but it was great. All our heroes. When were I was a kid. I loved this at
4: one point in their life. Dude. Superman was a football player too. That's true. He was. That actually might be something. They should so was OJ. It was... So was OJ. Oh, oh my, bad. my bad. I said heroes. Dude. I know. My bad. I, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do this to me, dude. Just stop.
3: Flash Gordon. Yeah. yeah, Taika Waititi. I think it's going to be cool. And I think, it's, and it's animated. So I it's think a, it's better. There's, that it's there's a lot of margin so for error
4: with the animated version, yeah. too. Right. I think he could have done a great job if it was a regular film as well. Yeah, but the 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 budget to pull off in the amount of CG and everything. Eight hey, like Child's Play was ten million dollars, dude.
5: But eight million of that went to uh, Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. Yeah. yeah. There'd
4: be a lot of green screen though to get Flash Gordon off the ground. So animation would be the best way to go instead of creating a big old giant flop. Maybe it's going
3: to be in the lines of Into
4: the Spider-Verse, which is out on Netflix, no. right? Yes, it is. Get your watch on, everybody. Don't skip the dang intro. I skip the shit out of there. All right, Skips. Skips, that's your new nickname. That's it,
3: man. <laughs> yep. We're it's rolling. stuck like glue.
1: We're rolling with Skips, dude.
3: <laughs> Pretty interesting news coming out of that front. Skips Arguello. Skips Arguello. <laughs> James Wan is doing The Trench. And people that don't know what The Trench is. It was in Aquaman. Yes. In Aquaman, Arthur and Mira venture cross paths with the Trench during one of the most visually stunning and horrifying segments of their adventure. This comes out of CinemaBlend. The Trench is the deepest part of the ocean that inhibits the same name, Monsters, which was once one of the seven Atlantean kingdoms. They join Aquaman's fight against King Orm in the massive third act of the blockbuster. And uh, James Wan's taking this on, and he said it's going to be more... Like so, he's a, doing a spin off. Yeah, he's doing a spin off, and Aquaman's not going to be in it, but he's doing it more like a horror film. This is what he had to say. We, you know, we're still deep in sort of crafting the script, crafting the story right now. So, I don't want to get into that too much, but definitely it's one that I really want to lean into the horror of it. So, it's going to play more as a monster horror movie than it will a superhero film, but it's still definitely part of the Aquaman world. Again, interesting horror underwater. Superhero film. That's not really a superhero film.
5: Nobody can hear you scream underwater.
3: <gasps> it's like space.
5: Mm. The final frontier.
4: <clears throat> Full circle. Wow.
3: Full circle. Wow.
4: Once again, just That's, watch Spider-Verse, please. Yeah. It's a great movie. It's a great Wait, movie. Wait, did you see
1: spider You saw it. You liked it. You of loved course, it. Yeah.
4: yeah. Of course I loved it. Yeah.
1: Great. I'm <sighs> going to watch it.
4: You
5: should. You definitely should. Yeah, you're going to love it.
1: I don't Man, know. You can watch I don't with, know what you're going to do, with but your you're going
5: like
3: to it. Eric? Yeah, he'll dig it. Yeah. You know, Tom Holland came out, I just read an article yesterday, and he said that he was really bummed out. They had it planned where mm-hmm. he was going to make an appearance in a uh, cameo in Into the Spider-Verse, his, his version. Uh. And they pulled it last minute.
5: Speaking of, you know, this is kind of a tangent, but speaking of Tom Holland, I just saw a trailer for a movie, The Current War, with Tom Holland. What? Uh, was it, uh, no, not, not Bandersnatch, what's his name, uh? Cumber- Cumberbatch, Cumberbatch, Michael Shannon and wow. and Nicholas Holt. Yeah, so uh it's about the war for power supremacy, electricity. So it's Thomas Edison, Westinghouse Tesla. and Tesla.
0: Thomas Alva Edison. My boys and I caught in a jar, but before now was only flashed across the night sky. The future is here. Hello, I'm George Westinghouse. Nikola Tesla. I will be the greatest provider of electrical power in the world. Better than Edison.
6: There's a contest between you. This is a battle for the brightest minds of America. Today, the impossible becomes possible.
0: The man that controls that current, controls the future. I hope you brought your checkbooks. If you want to be remembered, it's simple. Shoot a president. But if you prefer to have what I call a legacy, you leave the world a better place than you found it. You are building
6: miracles out of thin air.
0: I'm working on something so new that the world would never be the
6: same. If Mr. Edison succeeds, he will set us back so far we may never recover. Sometimes we have to work outside of the rules to get what's right. That is how you truly win. You got vultures in every venture, but
0: uh, did I mention that his system's lethal? His current kills people. He's playing dirty. You can, too. You can't see the real force that moves things, and it's not ACDC, it's not currents, it's currency. This is costing us Ford's Westinghouse stole from me! My motor. That is our future. Well, get it, get it! You're fired. There's never gonna be anything named Tesla ever again. Our future's not gonna be paved with bricks, but with copper. I have the better system. Westinghouse Electric shall endure. A city of light. i built it already in my imagination, and it is perfect. There is a possibility you'll be putting in jeopardy the lives of 28 million people. Tonight, things could change. Shall we go for a ride? Three, two, one! But only one man will rise.
6: So what's your trade? Inventor. Fix problems for idiots.
5: Looks fantastic
1: that sounds cool comes out in october
5: the trailer is on youtube looks fucking incredible wow highly recommend it go watch it i i love michael shannon as an actor he's great he's fenty he doesn't make enough movies so whenever he's in a movie i'm like i'm sold and then there's you know cumberbatch and then and then you have nicholas holt who i think is going to be a it already is a great actor i think people are going to see him as an even better actor and tom holland and tom holland's great yeah yeah so highly recommend it looks super duper interesting and it's going to give you a a different take on
4: early history about what the fuck was going on the deal is, is if i'm not mistaken thomas edison basically jacked Nikola tesla oh my yes. gosh yes yeah, so okay. like, like pulled a yes exactly pulled a move pulled a and, one on. mm-hmm. you know he did all the work am i wrong eric
1: that's that's the um, deal. he wasn't exactly around for that dude. sure how that played out There's There's some other things going on, too, man. Like, there was this big deal about AC versus DC Mm -hmm. and which one was going to be the prevalent source of, like, home-based power. Yeah. And, like, whenever the first electric chair was made, Mm -hmm. um, basically, and I can't remember which way this went, like, the idea was is that, here, make it out of this. That way use dc voltage to do it that way people will demonize it and not want it in their house and oh. yeah because it blah, was blah, still blah.
4: about gas versus electric it was still about fuel and, and a lot of fuel magnets like carnegie or, or who, basically all the money men around the world mm-hmm. like rockefeller mm-hmm. carnegie morgan all them they some of them wanted electricity and some of them were like no 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 like he said that and then there was still also that other power struggle between tesla and edison that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's good. It sounds great. Yeah, it, it looks fantastic. Definitely
5: recommend the trailer. Go watch it. Like everybody in it looks fucking incredible. Looks super interesting. Yeah, so it comes out in October.
3: Very Right time for my birthday.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Let's do On the Throne with King
0: Tom. I'm King. I'm King. I'm king. Gentlemen, the King!
6: Hey there, Sith listeners and Sith listeners. So I was spending some quality time with Marvel Unlimited the other week, and I remembered something that I had forgotten a while back. Back in the 1970s, Marvel ran a fairly successful, for the time, comic based on Dracula. It was called the Tomb of Dracula, and it starred the titular vampire lord and a group of people who were trying to kill him. This comic ran for seven or eight years. The the impressive thing to me about it was it wasn't, you know, this vampire in some universe populated by monsters. Dracula was a character in the Marvel Comics universe. This was the series that introduced the character of Blade. What's more, Dracula regularly fought against several established Marvel Comics superheroes, like Spider-Man and the X-Men. And even after the comic was canceled all those years ago dracula was a recurring villain for some of these characters he was part of a quasi major x-men storyline about 10 years or so ago and this got me thinking do you ever think there would be a day when we see dracula as the villain in a marvel movie don't get me wrong i think that it would be great to bring back blade because that's something that a lot of people have called for But you could also have him as the villain for another superhero or superhero group, and then introduce Blade that way. Now, I'll be totally honest, I see a number of reasons why this might not work. Namely, that Dracula isn't exactly a Marvel creation, he's more of a public domain thing. There are a ton of vampire movies out there. There are other better villains, Marvel-created villains they could use. And it might give a, a, a little idea to people that, hey, Marvel is drop- jumping the shark if they're scraping the bottom, the bottom of the barrel and using a character like Dracula. But at the same time, this is Marvel. They can take stuff and make it gold. It could be a way to introduce Blade. It could be a way to tell some interesting stories. Who knows? Maybe one day we'll see it happen. Mm. I just wanted to throw that out there and see what you guys thought about it. Anyway, thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you later.
3: Thank you, King Tom. appreciate that, my man. Uh, this is an interesting question. And I'm going to throw it over to our comic book guru in our Transylvania, Hensing. Your reputation precedes you, Crunch Crunch.
4: Please. Uh, m- maybe the only way I could see Dracula even <laughs> popping back up is <laughs> it, it, it would have to be like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or something. <laughs> it really would. I can see it in, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or some other series that they just create, but as far as, like, on the big screen, yeah, it's too much. I think it's just way too much. But you can always find a way to reintroduce Blade. Um, matter of factly, if I'm not mistaken, he's uh, they just have a new comic out called Savage Avengers, and Blade's part of that. So, Okay. I, I really think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. would probably be the safest spot to stick Dracula in in any way. That's just crazy I, to me that
3: they could pull that off. Have Dracula come out? And Van Helsing has is a, was that a graphic novel or was that just a
4: story from back in the day? Well, the the movie that no, just that the Hugh story. The movie what, was it based yeah, but, off but, of? Yeah, well, it was it based off? No, Van Helsing was, was just the main character or the 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 hero, the in, hunter, in, the in he hunts, Bram he's Stoker, Bram yeah, stokers. He's just okay, the, the hunter. Yeah, okay. So I mean, the Hugh Jackman legendary movie it wasn't blown up Your reputation yeah. he a ended up movie. being part of like a, a james bond type of organization organization that the it was, Vatican, he, was yeah. he took down mr. Jekyll Jekyll like, mr hyde like yeah. yeah. so i mean yeah i guess <laughs> the monster wait that be...
1: wasn't based on a true story <laughs> not at all <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. oh jeez. yeah it was uh
3: well thanks king tom I appreciate it, man. I,
4: I I think if anybody can do it, Marvel can do it. Yeah. I mean, I w- maybe if you want to go crazy and do some kind of... I mean, I don't want to see it. But. People in Wakanda are turning into vampires, and what can we do here? Black Panther needs help, and all of a sudden Blade shows up, and he's like, let's get it, baby. And then, You know, every yeah. time you say Blade, well, I'm going to put on, right?
3: Oh, exactly. Yeah. I know. Well, thanks, King Tom. <laughs> I appreciate it. Soundbites galore yes. on this podcast that Boo doesn't listen to. Let's uh, skip those. We have a voicemail from Jim, our boy Jim, who does the crazy impressions. Let's see if he plays, doesn't have another impression. Maybe he'll do Shatner for us.
2: How's it going, Sith List. Uh, so I had a question for you guys. Um, so I noticed in the most recent Justice League movie that uh, Superman, his mouth is like CGI all the time. <laughs> and I was assuming that they changed his lines and he had to record later. And I was eventually going to bring it up to you guys. I brought it up to a coworker, and he said it's because he refused to shave his beard. Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. true? Mm-hmm. Is yes, that absolutely crazy? true. From Mission Impossible, CGI. Did mm-hmm. he put in his contract? Like, was he like, "Yeah, I'll shave it for two million dollars"? I do not understand. That's the second DC uh, actor that I can think of that uh, refused to shave their facial hair and the studio just had to deal with it. Uh that be a trivia question for Les hey who's the last guy to do it. Uh yep, since he answered it already, the nineteen sixty six uh, Joker. Um I thought it'd be <laughs> funny if they did the if they solved the problem the same way, just like match the skin color and just, uh maybe his beard, skin, uh, skin so color would uh, uh, pretty funny.
0: Yeah.
2: But uh, all right, guys, and I wanted to know who your uh, oh is that true? And also, who's your favorite Superman? Uh, I'd like oh, to hear. Good all right, guys, have a good one.
3: Well, thank you, Jim. Um, oh, first of all, the, the answer to that is the studios went to war with each mm-hmm. other because Cavill was willing to shave, but the studio wasn't willing to wait the two weeks to grow that back. So they said, "There's no way we're letting him do it."
4: And who does uh, Mission Impossible?
3: Is it Sony? Mm, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, that's a good question. I'm not sure about that. But or, they, or is it Fox? I don't know. But they would not. Think it's Fox. They would not let him shave because it would have taken about a week, two weeks, and they were already yeah, past scheduling behind schedule. And they weren't going to put a fake one on him. They had no choice but to CGI and make his lip look
4: awful. And, and yeah, and it's only uh, his. It's only for that first like thirty seconds or two minutes of the movie. It's right? during
3: the scene where he starts kicking ass and starts trying to beat and kill everybody
4: in the very f- first No, part. it's it's when the kids go, We have a podcast. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I don't They're know. Like Superman, we have a podcast. And he turns and starts talking to him and his face looked really slight. But oh. Stretched yeah. out and, mm-hmm. and his mouth is You would think that with
3: the technology of the aging Samuel yeah, Jackson to look to like it. he's thirty five,
4: <laughs> yeah. that they could just fix a lip. But so yes, Jim, it's knows? true. They they did CG. He re- he, 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 didn't re- yeah, he he couldn't change. He could not shave. So yeah, that's it. Yeah. And then uh, my favorite Superman, the dead one. Well, that's that's Chipper, <laughs> uh, Christopher Reeve. No, I mean just him being dead in general. I don't like. Somebody. Oh, she dick. Damn, no, I'm joking. Cavill is actually Ow. probably the best Superman.
3: I, I love Cavill. I out. think he encompasses everything look wise, mm-hmm. and yes. he's a good actor. Yeah. And uh, other than that fiasco of his lip, I think he's done
4: a great job, and mm-hmm. that wasn't his fault. And, and I'm really mad that they're not giving us, enough. that would have helped me become more of a Superman fan to give us more Cavill. Have I mean, you noticed that has kind of died off? The whole Cavill's gone
3: thing has died off. It, it never officially has been. That's put true. Out. It'll rear its ugly head again. Watch. They need they to man. step his it Ugly up, mustache. Dude. Oh yeah. Thanks for the voicemail. And I'm unfortunately you didn't um, do an impression. No. So, your voicemails have to have an impression every
4: single time. Who's you know? your favorite? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Skips. skips, skips I almost, skips, I almost skips, skipped skips, over you, buddy. Yeah,
5: that's funny. Yeah. Um, mine would have to be the animated series, uh, Superman. Oh. You so know, from, Kevin Conroy, I think, the yes, voice. Yes, Exactly. From there, from the animated series all the way to the Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, that would be it. But a close, close second would have to be Henry Cavill.
3: Okay. okay. Yeah. Mr. Struthers? Um, Brad Arnold. Brad Arnold. Is that the very first one from the television show?
1: No, that's the lead singer. at Three doors down. <laughs> Three doors. Well, how, down. I could have said, "What's the what's the lead singers of uh, of a uh, Our Lady Peace's name?" Dude, that <laughs> song ruled. Superman's dead. What a great band. What happened to Our Lady Peace? Are they still around? I don't know. I have no idea.
3: Interesting, but he's so civilized.
1: Oh, no, Christopher Reeve's my favorite Superman. Yeah, he was great too. I mean, I
3: mean, it's a pretty close head to head. He was just just a great look and the curly cue and. Love this trousers, too. All right, guys. I think it's time to say goodbye. Thank you for listening to episode 151. We really, really appreciate it. Mr. Struthers, where can people hear your beautiful, sultry, velvety voice?
1: Well, by the time you hear this, it'll be too late to go to my band CD release party. But you could hear me there if you wanted you can uh, check out my other podcast, the bad motivators, where we talk about star Wars and stuffs. You can find it anywhere. Relatively decent podcasts or terrible podcasts are found. And you also, if you really want to know the deal, man, just follow me on Twitter at Eric Strothers. That's right. And tune in for that Patreon
3: content that's coming in July for the bad Motivators.
1: The day, the day this episode comes out, it will be the next day to to join the ranks of our countless, countless Patreon supporters, mm. Mr. Carlos Borguel, <laughs> where
3: can people pay to listen to you? Um, I I don't know. I'm,
5: I'm
1: not getting those checks. Um, <laughs> it was all, all the information on where to get your check was in the intro. Oh,
2: oh ain't that a bitch? Well
1: played. Yes, you could uh,
5: listen to me here on the Sith List, and then you can find me on Twitter. At the Sith List booth. But I'll probably skip over
3: you, so it's fine. Crunch crunch. Where can people find you on the TWAT? <laughs> I mean Twitter. My wow. Bad. My bad. On Twitter at Less is More Seventy Eight. <laughs> so I wonder if somebody has Twat at Twitter. Like like, like a Twitter I'm handle. I'm sure. On, like, I'm sure. That'd be cool.
1: Let's find out right now.
3: All right, let's do it. We're not leaving until we find this out. Does oh, somebody have Twat? My good I love how Eric took the bull by I wonder the horn. Somebody horns. has taint too.
1: Eric just do you guys sh- call it took taint the bull or bull by the
3: horns Do you, do you guys call it taint like... or gooch? Uh because gooch, gooch is funnier. I, I I never heard Gooch until a couple of years ago. I always used to call it a taint. Yeah. Gooch. I never gooch heard gooch. Laugh. You never heard Gooch too? Yeah, me too. That must be a new thing. Gooch. Have you heard of Gooch, Les? Yeah, uh there's
4: a show called Jackass. Oh, that's where it started. And they
3: stapled a guy's gooch. Oh,
5: see, I always call that area the taint. <laughs> it's it's the same thing. Route or root, Taint or
1: gooch. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just like that. Just like that. All Tomato. Right, well, time. let's see. Um, twat. I see. Twat Bible. Mm, uh, Snapchat twat. <laughs> Snapchat uh, twat twat. roulette. Twat roulette. Ooh, that's Ooh, a about scary that. nickname. Um, posh
3: twat. Ooh, that sounds good. Posh, posh twat.
1: Ooh, this is a great genius name. Is F twat Fitzgerald. A <laughs> <laughs> clitterary genius is what it says. Oh.
3: <laughs> 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 <That's> all- Never- <laughs>
1: I never should have looked this up. No, no you should no, have. We've
5: gone down the rabbit hole. <laughs> and what
1: What was the other one? Rabbit what? Uh, taint. No, no, no the, taint. Uh, taint. This is what we call uh, content. See, no. if
3: we had a Patreon, this would be on it. Uh, uh, and then we'd be off. Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> Can you do me a favor? Can you look up the word taint on definition? I, I like to know exactly what the Urban Dictionary says, what a taint is, Eric. <laughs> it
1: says, Dude, Your child. <laughs> it says, you're an asshole for looking this up. Exactly. The Urban Dictionary... So, Cruiser and I have uh, been in this debate, and it makes him crazy that I won't back down. Oh, uh, well, that's the new Oxford dictionary, so we're not going to find what we really want by mm. it. Taint is the real word is, you know, a trace or a trace of bad or undesirable quality or substance. Well, that, that could I, be I'd in like a taint, taint as well. of corruption. To taint something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be, too. Your taint um, could be tainted. Taint. Mm. Quite. Let's see. Where's Urban Dictionary? I feel like I'm on now this podcasting because this is what usually happens. The piece of skin between a woman's uh, genitalia and rectum. Wait, wait. Just a woman's? I thought it was men's too. Wait a minute. It just says woman. Okay, but that's all it says. Okay, but it could be male or female. Yeah, I mean. That area is the the, taint. Yeah. The the, the unfortunate part about Urban Dictionary is that – jeez it's all everybody it's between it's always female yeah why is that i would just take it that yeah it's either sex man maybe the male
3: is the gooch okay okay, listeners i need you to to let us know oh so this is still gonna be on oh my god
1: (laughs) oh yeah wow i I just assumed this was gonna be cut out no
5: no no
4: (laughs) okay eric wouldn't have taken a bull by the horns like this if
1: uh (laughs) he knew i was gonna leave it in let's see um according to this Urban Dictionary, which obviously we can take this as gold, I guess, is for lack of a better way, it's that it's Ooh, Grundy's one or Grundle. Yeah, my bad. Had never heard that term for that. it's a gooch, but gooch is for the dudes and taint is for the girls. Wow, but see it, I, every is. now and then I'll see um also known as the taint. Okay. Okay, so you learn things. This is why we're here for you guys, the listeners. I don't want you to get mixed up when you're
3: describing that area. I would say if you're a man, you call it the gooch. If you're a female, call it the taint. You're welcome, people. And thank you for listening to episode number 151. The last episode. Of The Sith List.
0: Listen for the best. Uh, uh. My reputation's never been worse. Yeah. You must like me for me. don't um. <sighs> get it twisted. This rap shit is mine motherfucker. A fucking game Fuck what you heard It's what you hearing It's what you hearing Listen It's what you hearing Listen It's what you hearing Listen Don't give it to you, fuck, wait for you to get it on your own, ex gon' deliver to you Knock, knock, open up the door, it's real, with the non-stop pop up and stainless still No heart getting busy with it, but I got such a good heart that i make the motherfucker wonder if he did damn right, and i do it again, cause I am light, so I gots to win Break bread with the enemy. What? No matter how many cats, I break bread without break. Who you sending me? Yeah. You motherfuckers never wanted nothing uh, but your life I saved, it, bitch, bitch. And that's on a light day. I'm Get getting up. down, down oh, like a nigga said freeze. Oh, but won't be the me, one ending up on his knees, yeah. bitch. Please. If the on. only thing you can't steal was came out to play, stay out my way, yeah, motherfucker. Gonna rock, do we gonna roll? Do we let it pop? No, let it go. What? He gon' give it to ya uh, He gon' give it to ya Ex gon' give it to ya because you Cause gonna fight. You'll be gonna rock Me. But every time I turn around, cats got their hands out, wanting something from uh-huh. it I ain't got it, so you can't get it Let's leave it at that, cause I ain't with it so Hit it with full strength. I'm a jail nigga, so I face the world like a Earl in the pool You against me, me against you Whatever, whenever, nigga, fuck you gon' do I'm a wolf and she's clothing, Only nigga that you know who can chill Come back and get the streets open I've been doing this for 19 years Niggas wanna fight me, fight these tears I put in work and it's all for the kids. Uh, These cats took, forgot what work is. uh They don't know who we be looking, Uh but they don't know.